0: Today we have a story time of a teacher who purposefully fails a student again and again because they go to the gym. And later on, the teacher gets exposed for doing this and gets the karma that they deserve. So make sure to stick around till the end. Leave a like in the video to claim your free nothing and let's jump immediately into the story. And we're gonna call the kid who submitted the story, Brian. So anyways, Brian is in eighth grade. And this story all starts on the first day of school. So the first day of school, a lot of times teachers will ask kids in their class to go around the room, and a very common thing is your name, you know, where you live, maybe if you have a pet or something, and also a very common thing to be asked is, you know, tell me a fun fact about yourself. So Brian over the summer decided that he really wanted to get his life together a bit. Even though he was only in 8th grade and uh, I don't know if you necessarily need to get your life together, quote unquote, but Brian was a fairly unhealthy kid, 6th grade, 7th grade, didn't really excel in sports, ate a lot of junk food and that had a lot that had a negative effect on his life. So over the summer, him and his dad kind of came together with a kind of a resolution to go to the gym together, and nice little father-son bonding activity right there, but also to just, you know, eat better. And that was kind of a housewide effort because a lot of times, kids who are you know, overweight or whatever, a lot of times it's not their fault as they're really limited to what they can choose and the foods that they eat. So a lot of times it's just the parents not being able to, or not educated, or a lot of times just not having the money to get the the, the healthier food options. So over the last three months or so, over the summer, Brian had actually pulled it all, had pulled it off. And when you're a child and when you're younger, you have a much faster metabolism. So Brian was able to get into shape really quickly. It was very difficult, but it was a very kind of character building experience. So when Brian was asked by the teacher, a fun fact about himself, he said that over the summer, he basically lost 30 pounds and is now, you know, he's gonna try out for some varsity level sports, which was never even a thing that he was considering beforehand. So the whole class starts like clapping or whatever. And uh, I, I don't know, I think I'd clap too, that's a very big achievement and Brian should be proud of himself. So while the entire class is clapping and very happy for Brian, Brian kind of notices that the teacher does not look as happy. The teacher almost has a somewhat resentful look on their face. So the teacher was a somewhat uh, larger woman and uh, that's just, I don't know if that's the most important detail, but it is a detail that Brian gave me and Mike gave a little bit of context to the rest of the story. And, but it wasn't super obvious by anything she said after this point that she was initially upset by this. She was like, oh, well, that's very interesting, Brian, and then moved on to the next person. Brian was a little bit embarrassed by the reaction he got, because, you know, I don't know. On the first day, I know that I definitely don't like to be singled out for anything. I always give the most boring responses Like I have never said ever for any of my classes. Oh, the fun fact is that I run a couple YouTube channels. Like, uh, no, I will never say that. My my fun fact is sometimes I have a dog. I'm that bland and vanilla, and I try and keep it that way because that's just how I like it, man. Anyways, though, so, uh, sure enough, uh, Brian feels a little uncomfortable. uncomfortable, but he's also pretty, you know, feels good you know he got a standing ovation basically I don't think anyone stood but quite a bit of applause and attention which was nice the teacher didn't seem to be that visibly upset Brian thought that she had this kind of weird look on her face but kind of thought to himself well Brian I think you're just overreacting here like it's probably nothing turns out it was something it wasn't nothing and but Brian wouldn't notice this for a while So it had been about two to three weeks in the school before they had their first kind of real graded type assessment. They had reading homework that, you know, wasn't graded because you just read it. They had, you know, your class discussion is important, your participation is important, but you don't get immediate feedback on that. You don't get daily participation grades. You kind of get a sense of what's going on in the midterm and then you get a final grade for that at the end of the year. So Brian's first piece of graded work was a short kind of response type writing piece. It was very easy. It was very straightforward, and Brian failed it. So Brian was really taken aback by this because Brian wasn't necessarily a bad writer. This man wasn't William Shakespeare or anything like that, but he also just wasn't a bad writer and could not fathom why he got an F on this. It just made no sense. So Brian was really confused by this, and I I just want to clarify that this was a very simple assignment, kind of an assignment where you'd write out a few lines kind of doing a little bit of analysis And you'd probably get an A or a B, not an F. An F was normally out of question for something like this. So, uh, you know, Brian decided to stay after class and asked his teacher to meet for a couple minutes. And uh, she was really weird when Brian was asking her stuff like, "Why Why did I get an F on this? What can I do better? What are the exact reasons? And she was kind of, I don't exactly know verbatim what she said, but she was kind of like going or beating around the bush it was as it was as if and it turns out to be that she actually just was failing him because she was super mad that he was in the gym which we will learn later on in the story but brian is noted at this point she was kind of giving no real good reason as if she was had ulterior motives that she was hiding Turns out that was indeed the case. I know a lot of times for me in college and high school, sometimes I'll get a grade and I'll be like, oh my God, this makes no sense. Like the teacher's just a a harsh grader. The teacher hates me individually, right? I'm gonna be honest, most of the time there is a reason. The teacher might in fact be a harsh grader relative to their colleagues, but there's normally a reason why I got the grade that I got. And normally they're not discriminating against me because they hate me as an individual. Most of the time it's just, my work wasn't up to par with a certain grade that I wanted, and we had a discrepancy in that idea, right? But in this case, Brian was actually correct that he was kind of being singled out. So, uh, you know, he left that conversation feeling really weird, and he was talking with his parent or his mom on the way back home, and he's like, Mom, I really don't know what to do here. And his mom's like, you know... That's like really unfortunate, Brian. Like, we've always thought that you're a pretty good writer. And Brian had had a pretty good, successful A streak for all of his other English classes. Of course, those were lower level English classes, seven, six, and now he's an eighth grader, whatever. So, you know, Brian's mom's like, well, Brian, maybe there's just certain standards for eighth graders that, you know, it's much higher than for seventh graders. And Brian's like, yeah, I guess, but maybe I'd expect maybe a C would represent that. But I really don't think I did subpar work and I got an F, like, that's a really big deal. And an F is a really big deal, especially, you know, at Brian's school, it was very difficult to get anything below a B. Like, almost a- at Brian's school, a B-minus was almost seen like an F. Like, it was that extreme. So an F was, like, unheard of, right? So Brian was really confused by this, but he was thinking, okay, well, sometimes, here's the thing that English teachers do sometimes, and this is really true for me, sometimes, or at least in my experience, sometimes English teachers, because they want to give a lot of room for students to quote unquote improve. They will give them a really bad grade on the first assignment and then give them feedback and then give them a much better grade, like a really good grade on the next assignment, as long as they've met the criteria for the feedback. As long as they've improved based on the feedback, they will essentially give them a much better grade. So anyways, this was really weird and they just decide, okay, we're gonna continue on. We're gonna go to the teacher beforehand and we will just, you know, take this L but assume that's a one-time thing. So sure enough, you know, uh, there was another writing assignment. This one was a little bit bigger. The good thing about the first assignment was that it was a kind of a quick response post. So it was like a very small part of your grade. Like it wouldn't really affect you. I mean, failing anything is gonna leave a bit of a mark for sure. But, you know, at least that wasn't too big of an assignment. This was the first kind of big writing assignment. So, uh, sure enough, uh, Brian does a pretty good job, and he shows it to his parents and his mom and his dad. His dad is like a an English professor at like a local university, like this guy understands what is good writing or not. And you know, he teaches college students. So he has to adjust the standards a bit for eighth graders, but you know, his dad reads it over and it's like, well, okay, I'd suggest you do this, this, and this. But otherwise, like, I think that's pretty solid. I mean, at a minimum for an eighth grade level, like if I got this essay for my college students, I probably would, you know, go over it, them. it, would go over it with them, but it wouldn't raise any red flags for me. So this, this should be pretty good. And uh, Brian even decides to meet up with the teacher beforehand, and the teacher, you know, gets the paper and it's like, all right, give me a couple minutes. And the teacher reads over it and says, all right, well, I got some feedback. And the teacher gives the most vague and sparse feedback imaginable. The teacher's like, well, I think you should consider, you know, rewording some of this and literally like points to the first page and like circles the whole thing. And Brian's like, what? She's like, yeah, I don't know. Just go through over it again. Thanks, bye. Like literally just kicks this guy out. I mean, look, sometimes teacher feedback is not that great. And uh, I don't know, it's frustrating, but this is like the lowest level of feedback you could possibly give. Like, I, I don't know, man, I feel like this kid is trying to show that he wants to improve and this teacher's not giving him an opportunity. So there was a secret reason that we will be, that Brian will learn in a very interesting manner in just a second. But at this point, Brian is kind of really confused. So Brian goes back to his parents and he's like, look, I went to the teacher and I'll tell you exactly what she said because it was so short. Brian says, this is exactly what she said. And Brian basically repeats, like, trying to do word for word exactly what she said because she was like, uh, redo all this, blah, blah whatever, right? And, you know, Brian's mom's like, wow, that was really... If that's actually what she said, she really kind of just avoided giving you any feedback. And Brian's dad's like, you know what? I'll go over this, like I'll go over this with you, I'll give you the feedback that you need. Um, So Brian's dad, you know, as an English professor, went through and very rigorously was like, you should do this, you should change that, this spelling's wrong, or I guess spelling wouldn't be that big of an issue with word check, but this grammar's wrong, this sentence is not strong enough, like really went through it for hours and hours. And Brian's like, all right, by the end of it, Brian felt really good, and his parents were like, all right, this is a very solid finished product. Brian's dad was even like, you know what, if I received this as from a college student, I would probably give them a B, which a um, college student it will be graded a lot more harshly than an eighth grader, one would imagine. So sure enough, the day comes along, and uh, Brian submits his paper. And about a week later... The teacher this time, instead of getting the grade back on canvas, the teacher hands these papers back. This is a bigger assignment. She marked it up or whatever. And so the teacher walks around and hands the paper back to Brian. He flips it over and there is a 48 with a red circle. Yeah, you heard me correctly. A 48%. Completely ridiculous because Brian goes on canvas on his phone a little while later to see what the average is. And the a- uh, median or average, I don't know. I mean, the average would be a lot different if you had a 48 versus, like, the median. Um, but, like, the average score, I think, uh, minus the outliers, which his definitely was, was, like, 889. So Brian was like, okay, something is really up here. So, uh, you know, at the end of class, he walks up. He's like, hey, like, what happened? Brian basically straight up says to this teacher, what happened? And she's like, oh, I wasn't satisfied with the work, so the grade reflects it giving like the most shortest most I don't really care to give you a full response you don't really deserve my full attention type answer you could ever imagine and Brian was starting to get a little bit angry which is very understandable so Brian takes us home to his parents and his parents are really upset because his dad who's an English teacher is like okay this is kind of ridiculous like I would have given this at least a B to my college students and I'm an English professor so the fact that you got a 48 when the average is an 89 is ridiculous i'm sure if i read through all of your peers essays that they probably wouldn't even be as good as this maybe one maybe two but you know after the work we that we did this is very clearly a material like maybe we'd settle for a b but at, at a minimum like it, this is ridiculous a 48 like that's unheard of so yeah brian is starting to realize that something is up so brian sends an email to his teacher like hey um, can we meet about, can we meet? Like, uh, is there a good time? So the teacher's like, yeah, sure. Um, after class, you know, I'll be there. Wait an extra five minutes, whatever. So next class period, Brian waits there. Or class ends and, uh, you know, he's, he sits there and he sees the teacher get up and walk out. And Brian's like, okay, whatever. Like, uh, the teacher obviously saw me. Cause like the, Brian walked up and sat down in the chair next to the teacher's desk. And the teacher acknowledges him by like, looking at him, right? So the teacher gets up and leaves. And uh, after about like 10 minutes, Brian starts to realize that the teacher dipped on him. The teacher literally said, oh, wait there, and then gets up and leaves. Real quick, if you made it this far into the video, comment teacher down below in the comment section. And while you're in the comment section, check out the pinned comment as there's a link to my Spotify page in which you can listen to all of these uh, stories as podcasts and it does help me out. And then two more links to my two other YouTube channels. I have a commentary channel and another storytime channel. That one, I get the stories from Reddit instead of you guys. So subscribe to those uh, to help me out as those channels are smaller too. Anyways, let's get back to it. So uh, yeah, at this point, Brian sorry for guys I was gonna call him Ryan for a second Brian is pretty upset because you know he feels extremely disrespected all of this stuff and he's waiting in an empty classroom for 10 plus minutes before he decides you know what I'm just gonna get up and leave like the teacher says wait here and then leaves like I, I don't know this is kind of disrespecting my time which you know is valuable like disrespecting someone's time by being late or like basically telling them to do one thing and not and doing the other and not showing up like that that's pretty disrespectful so brian gets up and he's about ready to leave and that's when he sees a book on the teacher's desk and look brian agrees that it's not really a good thing to pry it's not really a good thing to look into people's belongings and to go through them and brian was curious and angry so he kind of went against his normal system of morals so Brian picks up the book and opens it up. It is a teacher's diary. Yeah, guys, don't, don't don't read someone's personal thoughts. It's not a good habit. It's not a good thing to do. You'll probably, you know, find some stuff that maybe you're not supposed to know, and it would have been no harm if you didn't know. So be careful with this. However, I can understand Brian in the situation. He's angry. I don't think this is necessarily the most justified, but what he finds is extremely interesting. So basically... Brian opens up the diary, and he just starts reading through it. And he starts on day one. So day one, remember, all the way back in the beginning of the story, when Brian was, like, asked, oh, tell me something interesting about yourself. And Brian went on to talk about, oh, well, I lost weight over the summer, and I exercised, and that was really fun, right? And uh, basically what happened is Brian's reading this diary, and it's, it's, it's barely a diary entry and more of a hate blog about Brian. I'm not even kidding you. The teacher goes on and on for paragraphs and paragraphs about how Brian, this new kid, is smug, has an attitude loves the gym hates fat people is celebrated and is promoting glorifying eating disorders which is ridiculous man just started eating healthy and working out but the teacher believes this right and she's like you know i'm going to make sure that this kid gets humbled i'm going to humble him throughout the year i'm going to make sure that he's off his high horse and remember this is a crazy exaggeration of the events that actually transpired because all that happened was that Brian just said a fun fact about him, which, I mean, Brian was a little bit, like, taken aback by the response he got from his classmates of such applause and approval, right? However, Brian, you know, was, you know, he's taken aback by this, and he, you know, uh, didn't really think much of it. It's not like Brian stood up, bowed in front of the class as they were applauding, and said, I proclaim myself as your new leader. I'm your new king. You shall do what I say, right? None of that happened. Brian was just existing, bro. He was just existing. And the teacher kind of twisted it into, he is some crazy, uh, you know, narcissist who wants all the power and believes in some crazy stuff or whatever. And so Brian sits there for the next 10 minutes flipping through the pages. And well I kid you not, every single journal entry is talking about how much she hates Brian. Eventually, he gets to the point where, you know, goes to the day where he submitted his first assignment, the teacher remarks in her journal of, This was actually good writing. Brian's a pretty good student, but he must be humbled. If I have one thing I can do as a teacher, it's to humble this gym-loving, fat-phobic man. I will make sure that he goes into the world knocked down a few pegs. That is a direct quotation from this book, Brian tells me. So Brian is like, okay, okay, I'm taking this, bro. So the English class was the last day of the—sorry, it was the last class of the day— Brian, you know, walks outside, and his mom was going to come like 20 minutes later just because of the meeting, and Brian's like, it should be like a 10-minute meeting, I'll tell you otherwise. So she's been waiting there for like 10 minutes, and she's like, like, what, what's up? Like, why did it take so long? Why, why was I basically have to be waiting here for as long as I did? And Brian's like, I'm sorry, but just hear me out. So Brian then, as they're driving away, pulls up the diary and says, so I know that I did something wrong here, but just hear me out. And Brian's like, you know, I was snooping on my teacher's desk. I found her diary. And Brian's mom's like, Brian, you know, you shouldn't be going through someone's diary. Like, that's really right. And then Brian's like, wait, I know. Just let me continue. So Brian's mom's like, okay, I'll hear him out. And Brian goes through to starts by reading the first journal entry. And Brian's mom is, like, flabbergasted. She cannot believe what she's hearing right now. And Brian starts just reading entry after entry after entry. And eventually they get to the entry where he submitted the essay. The teacher remarks, this is one of the best essays I've seen in a while. But once again, I must make sure I bring down this fat phobic man like a few pegs so that he leaves my classroom feeling demoralized because he's been pumped up by the world so much. Which, first of all, it's not true. Brian feels a lot better about himself but he was having really he was having like a body like a self image body image whatever crisis right before the summer like the re, like he it led to him making a change like he was not some confident person who believed in everything that he did he is a god or what none of that none of that was true that was all the teacher's interpretations of one sentence so they get home and uh, Brian's mom's like calls down Brian's dad He's like you need to hear this Brian goes through the same routine of reading every single page. Um, And Brian's dad is... So Brian's mom is pretty mad, but Brian's dad is, like, seething. Like, he is so angry. So uh, Brian's mom and dad are like, all right, well, we got to talk to the school about this. No use going through your teacher, as she's obviously compromised. (laughs) Which is just funny, like, bro's compromised. I don't know, man. That was just a funny statement for me to read. And uh, so essentially, um, what ends up happening is uh, Brian's mom and dad... Demand to have a meeting with the school saying that they have something like really incriminating about one of the teachers and If the school gets an email from parents saying that they have something incriminating about one of their teachers The school is going to respond so sure enough uh, the next day uh, they have a meeting planned for right after school and uh, It's funny because Ryan goes into his English class the last class of the day with the evil teacher right and she Seems to be a little distraught, and at the very end of class, she says, Hi guys, also one last thing if anyone has seen my purple little book, which was the diary, by the way, it was like a purple leather bound book, if you could please uh, let me know, or if you happen to pick it up by accident, that's totally okay. I'm sure it looks like a lot of your books, just please return it to the front desk, right? So, basically, kind of freaking out because her hate logs of this kid have been, you know, taken and they're somewhere else now. So, yeah. Brian, okay, to say he had a sick sense of satisfaction sounds a little dramatic, but Brian definitely had a little bit of a smug look on his face, just knowing, you know, what this teacher put him through, and now knowing that, you know, her actions were going to have consequences. I think one of my favorite lines from the TV show The Simpsons is when Homer, I think I've said this, like, a bunch of times before, but my favorite line is when Homer Simpson from The Simpsons is like, "Oh, why do my actions have consequences? It's funny, too, because I feel like sometimes people genuinely, unironically, like, think that in their head. Like, man, why do my bad actions have bad consequences? Like, well, because that's how nature works. You know, every action has an equal reaction. And uh, this action is about to have an equal reaction because, you know, uh, Brian, after this English class, is about to go to the front desk, not because he's in trouble, but because he's about to get his teacher in trouble. So sure enough, Brian's parents are waiting there, and all three of them, w- once he leaves the classroom, they're waiting towards the front office. Brian walks towards the front office, and they all go in. Brian presents... Okay, so yeah, um, Brian goes through, shows the purple notebook, explains that he got it from the teacher, and as they're going page by page, it's very clearly in the teacher's handwriting and not Brian's. The details that are provided are things that Brian could not possibly know. I don't have examples for this, but I'm sure you guys can think of something like the teacher said some specific event that only she knew about and was verifiably, verifiably true from the, the, whatever, the teachers or the administrators. I don't know. It was very clearly actually her, her purple book or whatever. So the, uh, the teachers or the uh, principal and the staff, I should say, not the teachers, they're doing their job and the, the principal and staff were handling this. They're able to send an email notification to the teacher to say, hey, are you still at school? The teacher says yes. And the principal's like, all right, I need you to come in. So Brian and his parents are asked to be in the waiting room. And uh, so they're sitting in the waiting room and they see the teacher walk through the waiting room and into the front office. She doesn't even look over to see them. She literally doesn't even notice that Brian and his family are all waiting there. So Brian doesn't know exactly what the principal says, but the principal basically confronts her, um, kind of puts her in a little bit of a trap, uh, trying to like basically make herself slip up so that she'd expose herself, and eventually confesses that everything in the notebook is completely true. Obviously, the teacher cannot continue to work there. The teacher is fired. However, the teacher in a sense is almost let off the hook as the principal says, this is insane, like this is absurd. We gotta fire you, but because you've had otherwise a good track record, We're not going to put this on, like, a permanent record where other people know. We're just going to say that you decided to leave, not that we fired you. So Brian wasn't, that wasn't the most optimal outcome. I think Brian's parents were, like, trying to fight that or whatever, being like, other students deserve to know what this woman does or whatever. But eventually, you know, Brian just told their parents, like, look, let's take the W here. And Brian got a new teacher who was very cool. And actually, the principal did a really cool thing. He informed the new teacher to be like, hey, I know it's a bit more work, but can you please regrade these two assignments for Brian? And Brian got a B on the first one and actually an A on the second one, which he deserved.